karibu to another episode of Nipe Story. This is the fortnightly podcast that brings you audio versions of short stories from Kenya and across the continent. I'm your host, Kevin Mochiro. We're breaking away from our regular format briefly today to honor a literary giant from the continent, Professor David Rubadiri. Professor Rubadiri died on the 15th of September at the age of 88. This Malawian diplomat, poet, playwright and novelist was described by author and journalist Charles Onyango Obo as one of the continent's most anthologized and celebrated post-independence poets. Professor Rubadiri's poetry was published in the 1963 anthology Modern Poetry of Africa, while his novel, No Bride Price, was published in 1967. Here on Nipe Story, we remember Professor Rubadiri by sharing one of his poems, Begging Aid. <laughs> Whilst our children become smaller than guns, elders become big circus lions away from home. Whilst the manes age in the zoo, that now our homelands have become markets of leftovers. Guns are taller than our children. In the beggarhood of a circus that now is home, the whip of the ringmaster cracks with a snap that eats through the backs of our being hands stretching in a prayer of submission, in a beggarhood of elders delicately performing the tightrope to amuse the gate for tips that will bring home toys of death. Rest in peace, Professor Rubadiri. We now move to our short story for this episode. It's Fresh Paint by Faith on Air. The smell of fresh paint reminds me of a fresh coffin. I cannot stand it. It hits my nose and I step back from the door, slapped by the vicious hand of a painful memory. My face clouds and my eyes water slightly. What is wrong? I pull myself back. Mother did not raise a coward. Nothing, Baba, I reply. The smell of fresh paint disgusts me. We have moved to a new house in Nairobi. Father has found a nice job in the government. It is in a ministry whose name Baba cannot pronounce, so he claims it's too complicated for us to understand. (laughs) What an illiterate fool. He has moved from a tiny structure, he pointed it to us as we entered the compound, to this single room that smells of fresh paint. A lonely pit latrine stands outside with its roof hanging on precariously to dear life. Its rusty exterior, a clear sign of its hard work under tough weather conditions. A tiny roofless structure stands timidly by its side. I later learn that it's going to be our bathroom. The smell of fresh paint persists in my nostrils. It's not so much the fresh paint that disgusts me, as is the fact that it was also used to paint coffins that would eventually rot in the ground together with the body in it. The room is nothing like Baba had described. I see a tiny wooden structure with a thin mattress lying loosely on it. A brown, dirty-looking blanket hangs limply on the side. 
there are no sheets. An extra mattress stands timidly propped up on the wall. It is thin and wasted from years of use. It seems like its life entirely depends on that wooden wall. A lonely-looking stove stands at the corner, its body full of bumps and bruises. It surely must have suffered in the hands of an unskilled cook. Well, Baba inquires. His voice holds with it both arrogance and vulnerability, as if he was daring me to say I didn't like it, while desperately hoping that his only daughter would find sufficient his poor attempts at providing for her in this harsh and unforgiving city. I do not get time to answer because Aunt Seraphine sweeps into the room in her characteristic swagger, which is not aided much by her excessively endowed rear that makes her walk look rather ridiculous. This will do, she says briskly. Why is she here? Anyango, what are you doing standing there like an idiot? Do you think that this meat will cook itself? I walk slowly towards the stove, as if afraid that my feet were not following me, as mother would say. It is difficult to breathe because of the fresh paint, and my chest heaves painfully with each breath. I've always had a weak chest. I wheeze slightly, carefully, because Aunt Seraphine might say that I'm trying to get out of cooking duty. My mind goes back to the events that brought her to our lives. It's only temporary, Baba had said. A girl should not be allowed to live without uh, female supervision. That was right after Mama had passed on. And what did a grown man need female supervision for? Mama had never liked Aunt Seraphine. Auntie is famously known for both her humongous backside and her love for the finer things in life. That is why, as Mama said, she hovers around this house whenever your father comes to Nairobi, hoping he will notice her. She's evil. I imagined that it would be difficult not to notice the bottom of a woman who wanted you to notice her, but I never told this to Mama. It will be all right, you will see, Baba said. Yes, I was seeing that it was not all right. And Seraphine wants me to scrub the house before I cook. My back is tired from sitting eight hours in the bus from Siaya, but I pick a frail-looking plastic pail dutifully and do as she pleases under her supervision. I can see that father has gone on a meet-the-neighbors tour. They don't seem particularly eager to welcome him into their houses. It doesn't take long to wash the house, and afterwards I light up the stove and cook a delicious meal that has Auntie turning her head to the side, flaring her nostrils and saying, It will do. I wonder if she thinks that I'm seeking her approval. What a foolish woman. It's time to sleep now. I spread the thin, timid mattress on the ground, and Seraphine joins me. She sleeps on her side, and her bottom takes up three quarters of the space. Soon she is snoring. My body is half on the mattress, half on the floor. Sleep takes a long time in coming. In the middle of the night, I wake up to soft murmurs from Baba's bed. Auntie's side is empty. I do not let them know that I'm awake. Let them do what they want. I don't care. In the morning, I find Auntie on her side of the mattress again. I hope you slept well. What does she care? I slept well, Auntie. Father has already left for the bus stage. 
She had the virus, you know. What? It takes her a while to maneuver her bottom in order to face me squarely. Repeat what you said. She had the virus. You think I didn't know that your, your mother was a whore? It's easy to hear somebody you hate call your mother a whore. I look at her pitifully, then I say, It's your funeral. And it was. It is now one year since we buried Auntie Seraphine in a fresh coffin that smelled of fresh paint. The smell of fresh paint disgusts me. Her buttocks disappeared with death, or death disappeared with her buttocks. Death also took away the permanent smirk on her face. Her coffin was very expensive. Papa had to take a loan. I had a sneaky feeling that she would wake up any minute and say, of the coffin, it will do, as if her approval was needed. Baba says, now, that was a good woman. The smell of fresh paint disgusts me. I turn away from the coffin because I feel nauseated. Baba wants me to go back to Nairobi with him. I tell him no. I cannot stand the smell of fresh paint. Fresh Paint was written by Faith Onea and read to you by Maimuna Jalo. Faith Onea is a creative writer and journalist who works for the Nation Media Group in Kenya. This year she published her first children's book. It's titled The Girl with a Big Heart. Faith lives in Nairobi with her daughter and is working on her first short story collection. You can follow her on Twitter and her handle is at Faith Onea. Fresh Paint is also the title of the anthology of poems and short stories that were birthed from a joint literary project by AMCA as the space for women's creativity and the Guta Institute, Kenya. This is the first of two volumes. Nipa Story is available to download wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, please do me a favor, write a review and rate the podcast so that others can find us easily. Tell your people about Nipa Story. Follow us here on SoundCloud and on Facebook. We are also Nipe Story and our Twitter handle is at Nipe underscore story. See you in two weeks' time. Nipe Story is a figure piano production. Oh, 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 oh